What up, guys? Welcome to this new episode of The Garage Talks. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit different for everybody. Uh, I just literally had this idea not even an hour ago. Uh, it's just me. It's just Brad. This is going to be my first solo show. And I'm hoping that you guys like it because sometimes when I just get an itch to record, you know, and get my voice out there and kind of just talk about a few things and see what you guys think, uh, I might just, you know, mess around and get it done. So welcome to the Garage Talks. I don't even know what episode it is. And I know I always say that every single episode, but um, I literally don't. (laughs) And it's not by design either. It's just life gets so much in the way sometimes to where the show typically goes about 30 minutes to an hour. And I completely understand that. But sometimes just to fit it in at the end of a day and my, my new job is, is pretty stressful. You know, it's, it, it can be a lot sometimes. And I do love having Carter on the show as a guest. I mean, that guy's my dog and him and I, you know, I think he's absolutely hilarious. But sometimes you just get an itch and you just are like, you know what? I think I want to do a show tonight. And it literally could be like an hour before. I think when those itches come through, I think I might just, you know, mess around and, uh, and do it. So this is me. This is the the solo show of the Garage Talks pod. I'm actually chilling on my sofa. I'm not actually in my kitchen tonight doing the show. I'm chilling on my sofa, literally just having a Miller latte with you guys. And I've got Chloe next to me, my dog chewing on her toys, just doing Chloe things. She's an Australian shepherd and a border collie, um, absolute ball of energy. And she I love her to death, but sometimes she can be an absolute handful. And then I also have the Yankees and the Red Sox wildcard game on. So honestly, guys, you know, I'm pretty, uh, pretty stoked, pretty content about what I got going on right now. I get to record my voice, put out there on the airwaves and hopefully get some reactions from you guys and just uh, just chill. So I really don't know how long this is going to go. And this, like I said, my first solo show It could be 10 minutes, could be 30 minutes, could be 40 you know, depending upon what I want to say, you know, and kind of just get it out there. But like I said, whenever I get the itch, I feel like I might just mess around and get her done. So a lot has really kind of gone on since the last show. Um, but the biggest thing is that a couple of weeks ago, I was on a Zoom call with my team and we were all talking about, you know, our favorite seasons. And Growing up down here in Florida, it's like every season is summer, undoubtedly. Like, that's just what we are, right? Like, there's no change in temperature. Like, you get those, like, three or four weeks where you get the temperatures that get into the uh, the 50s, the 60s, and you get that one weird-ass day where it's literally, like, 40 degrees. And last, last Christmas, it got to, like, 30-something, 30 39 or 38 at night. It was crazy, you know? But everybody else had their favorite seasons as their Zoom background, and I'm the only one with summer. And almost everybody else decided to have fall. And I I came to the conclusion. It's like, I've never seen the change in seasons. I've never, I've never seen any other state during fall. And, you know, I'm very fortunate that now I'm going up to New Jersey with Alyssa in December. And I'm I'm hoping that I can see some snow because I've never seen snow either. But I'm thinking to myself, like, why the hell does everybody like fall so much. And then it comes around and fall now hits. And I I always say to myself, like, it's not quote unquote spooky season or Halloween time until October 1st. And everybody and their grandmother wants to go ahead and get Halloween started like mid September. And I'm like, yo, that's fine. You do you. But for me, I don't necessarily want to hear the whole like Halloween is in September, like October 1st. I'm like, cool, that's perfectly fine. So this year I'm getting on the on the spooky season train a little bit because, you know, Alyssa really likes decorating and, 
She loves this time of year. She loves fall. I'm pretty sure it's her, her favorite season. Babe, if you're listening, and I, I, I apologize. <laughs> but uh, this is one of the first, you know, times where like last year when her and I were dating, we were still kind of like new and trying to figure each other out. It was a couple months in. So we didn't really do too much for Halloween that year, I don't believe. Um, I think we, we went to a Halloween party for her friend, though. But my apartment was very bare. I didn't really I, I had all my furniture in place. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I wasn't one of those guys. But um, I didn't have any Halloween decorations either. So essentially this year, I literally had a conversation with her and I'm like, hey, so uh, do you want to maybe decorate my apartment a little bit? Like help me pick some things out? And she's like, yeah, I do. So she I gave her some kind of free reign over the apartment. Didn't go crazy. Uh, We were going to go to Party City over the weekend, but, you know, we decided just to chill back. So we ordered some stuff on Amazon and thankfully for her she kept me in well thankfully not for her but for me she kept me in mind when we were doing the uh the shopping on amazon and everything's very subtle i got some nice lights that i'm gonna put up tomorrow night on the back patio that are purple and orange you know get that little halloween feel out there and everything and we got some uh white pumpkins and some orange pumpkins with some fall leaves and then we got some pillowcases that uh have some uh fall tones it's like some salem's witches brew and i know that there's especially at riley if you're listening a lot of the guys out there are probably like dude what the hell are you doing well you know what i decided to get festive with it a little bit this year you know i'm sure there's other guys out there that probably really understand where i'm at you know and i actually kind of enjoy it the only thing that really kind of pissed me off about this guys is the uh on amazon i want to say that it was kind of like misleading because when we were looking at the pillows, it showed a full pillow, right? And it had four pillows and we're like, all right, like that's fine. And we bought it and it got delivered over the weekend or no, it got delivered. Uh, I think yesterday or two days ago, today's what Tuesday, it got delivered yesterday on Monday and the package is like super small. And I'm like, what, what the hell is this guys? We didn't order pillows. It was four pillowcases that were 18 by 18. And I don't have those size pillows in my house. So, you know, I got some pillowcase fillers coming through. But, you know, going back to what I was saying about the uh, about the seasons, I'm actually pretty excited for this fall season. And I, I've never really been big on fall, like I said. Like, I get it. I understand it. You know, Thanksgiving's next month. I love family. If you all know me, family is, is everything for me. And um I've just, I've never been super hyped about it, but for some reason this year, like it just, it, it hits a little bit different. And I guess it helps when you have somebody in your life that really like enjoys this time of year. Cause then you kind of feed off that energy, you know, but, um, yeah, I don't, we don't really have any plans yet for Halloween. I haven't really gotten that far yet, but fall so far, I'm just waiting for that first cold front or, you know, cool front to come through where it, it hits 69, which is obviously the nicest temperature. If y'all know me nice. And um, chilling the bones to where I got to throw on a Columbia PFG or like a really light fishing shirt and wear some jeans out there because, you know, I can't handle anything under uh, under under 69 degrees. I'm going to freeze to death. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for this for this uh, holiday season. And 2021 has been a pretty interesting year where it's it's been the first year that I've lived by myself. And a lot's happened in that year. You know, I met Alyssa. I got a dog. 
you know, she's grown a ton and I love her to death. Chloe's doing great, by the way. Um, last, I think it was last month we, we got her fixed and that was a pain in the ass for about two weeks. She had to wear the damn cone, cone of shame. I think on the last show we talked about it. I can't necessarily remember. It's been too long, but, um, yeah, so I, I, I've really enjoyed it. And if anybody is really kind of thinking about getting out there and getting their own place, like, yeah, the market for buying a house is absolutely insane right now. But if you've got the funds, a hundred percent, go ahead and doing it. Cause I can tell you right now, living on your own is great, but the rent in South Florida is absolutely fucking terrible. And that's just how it is. Part, part of my, part of my French. I know in older episodes, we used to throw that out there a lot and try not to do that too much anymore, but uh, go out there, buy that house, you know, do the damn thing. So um, I'm excited. It's been a good year and um, a lot to reflect on going into 2022. Uh, a lot like I've, I've literally had two new positions with, with my, with my um, employer since the, the start of this year and everything since 2020, really. I mean, I, I finally got into my degree field and, you know, I'm, I'm working officially in human resources now as, as a human resource generalist, which it fits my degree. And I'm very thankful that the age of 26, I can actually get in there and, and do, and do something like that, you know? And I'm, I know that there's a lot of people my age who, ha- who don't have that luxury. And I realize that, but to be in my position right now and work for an amazing company that I do with all the benefits, the people, the passion, um, and to finally be where I want to be and continue to grow as an HR professional. I mean, I'm basically Dwight. No, not Dwight. Jesus, I forgot that guy's name from the office. Either way, like I'm, I'm that guy. I'm the HR director from the office, and please don't castrate me in, in, in the comments or you know write into the garage talk spot at gmail.com and be like, bro, like how do you not remember who the HR guy? Toby, Toby, there you go, Toby from from the office. I think is his name. And if I'm still wrong, you know what, whatever. But that's me, essentially, and I'm I'm enjoying it. My team that I work with is absolutely fantastic. I'm I'm blessed to work with four amazing individuals who. Uh, we all lift each other up, you know? So that's a little bit of like a life update from, uh, from me. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what, what, what this new year brings, you know? And, and on a different note, I'm again, really, really behind. I know the big thing right now, and we're on October 5th of 2021. The big thing right now is this show on, on Netflix. I think it's Netflix called squid game. I haven't watched that, but I just said, couple seconds ago that i'm really behind on the ball so i just got into watching outer banks and i I know what you're thinking you're probably like dude like outer banks is so old season two like was just came out like months ago like you gotta like what are you doing but i gotta say the reason why i didn't watch outer banks to start with y'all is I heard that it was more of like a chick show, but I watched it and I'm like, holy crap. Like it, it's an actually badass TV show, you know, like everybody's like, I would die for John B. And honestly, if I was friends with John B, I would go to battle with that guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I understand like how all the guys feel about Sarah Cameron. And I see why John B is, is into that for sure. But I would die for John B and I would ride with that guy, man. He, he, He's an, he's an awesome dude. And the show is awesome. I just finished episode 10 of season two last night. And I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything for, for y'all if you haven't watched it, but I'm sure 99% of all five of y'all who listen to the show um, have watched Outer Banks. Uh, 
it's a it it was crazy. I mean, I I really I know it's going to get renewed for season three because like the cliffhanger at the end, like you, you can't just leave it like that. You know, like you, you just can't leave it like that. You, you got to bring it back because now I'm I'm literally like the whole entire show completely just flipped on its head. And I was talking to my buddy Turner about it and my brother Riley, and they're like, it's it's crazy. Like episode ten is is just crazy. So and I finally see what uh what what they meant now by by that and i'm really looking forward to uh to season three of uh of outer banks you know and i i almost i didn't but i almost went on the barstool sports store and almost purchased a, a friggin pogue life t-shirt hate me for it whatever i don't give a shit you know i'm brad i've got that name it's totally fine you know i almost bought that pogue life t-shirt but yeah i'm behind on the ball but just want to share with you guys that I finished Outer Banks and I thought that it was absolutely awesome. So I really don't know what time I'm at. I feel like I'm I'm keeping it a pretty good time for doing a solo show, you know. So that's a little bit about everything, you know, life, love, the pursuit of happiness, you know, work, dog, girlfriend, spooky season, um, what I'm up to right now and everything. Uh, so I'm going to close out the show with a little bit of, a, of some sports talk because there are a lot of things being a South Florida sports fan, which I know you guys have heard me in previous shows. It's an absolute shit show down here year after year. And the only consistent thing that we had is the Miami heat. And truth be told, I'm not a big NBA guy. Like I watched the heat and I know we got Kyle Lowry down here and I saw him drill that awesome three last night. First, first bucket with the heat. So that's huge. Truthfully, I really don't know the chances that they have this year. I think that they can maybe make it to the Eastern conference finals. Um, against you know brooklyn maybe possibly let me know at the, the garage talk spot at gmail.com what y'all think about the heat's chances this year you know but um from what i'm hearing everyone like I, I keep my tv on sometimes like while i'm working just to have like background background noise and everything and uh the jump came on espn and everyone's like what what are the heat's chances and like it was muted it's so, like i didn't necessarily hear it but if they're talking about the Heat and they've only played a few preseason games, I mean, chances are that I think that we could really make some noise this year. I, I genuinely think we can make some noise this year. Now, I'm not going to say that we're going to – oh, geez. Red Sox just hit a two-run home run, two outs, bottom of the first. Sorry for all my Yankees fans out there. Uh, yeah, the, the Red Sox are up 2-0 right now, and it's a winner-go-home wildcard game. But anyway um, – like I said, I really don't pay too much attention to the NBA and you're going to hear me get a lot more detailed with the other, with the other teams, you know, but um, I think that he could really make some noise this year, but what really kind of, what's really gotten under my skin this year is, you know, my, my favorite team in the NFL, the, the dolphins and everybody down here, granted I'm, I'm 26. I, I've been a dolphins fan since I can remember. And I, I grew up, with those little like little tykes football helmets or whatever that that company was that gave you like the plastic football helmet with the jersey and the pants like i i had that like that that was a miami dolphins uniform set that i had so i mean i i bleed those damn colors on a sunday and god bless my girlfriend for hanging in with me on on a sunday and now on a saturday during college football too but the miami dolphins are a goddamn dumpster fire last year they they really like I felt great because that was a 10 win season coach flow looked absolutely awesome. And 
everything seemed to hit. The defense was great. Special teams got takeaways. Offense wasn't offense isn't good, but we had a 10 win season, just missed the playoffs. So obviously expectations coming into this season are, are pretty, pretty high. And we're, we're looking at now it's week. We're going into week five and the Miami dolphins are one and three. Now there are like there are a couple games that could have gone either way. I was super stoked when when we opened up against the Patriots and beat them in New England because that never happens. And yeah, I, I know what y'all are gonna say about how oh Mac Jones was his first game. You know, it's Belichick with a new system, he's figuring out his quarterback. I don't give a shit. The Dolphins beat the Patriots in New England, and, and that's enough for me. And I'm literally texting all my friends. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, the Dolphins look really good. Defense played great. Offense looked decent. You know, I really feel like Brian Flores just doesn't give a shit about the offense. And then we've got the co-offensive coordinator situation, which is a different topic for a different day if I don't have enough time to get into it today. But I felt good. I felt good. And I even thought, you know, me having a dumb brain like I do, I thought that Buffalo coming down here, I thought we genuinely had a chance to beat Buffalo. And then the Bills come down here and absolutely just run run a train through Brian Flores and the Miami Dolphins, shutting us out. I think it was like 34-0. And at that point, I thought that that was the lowest point that the Dolphins could get. You know, Tua gets hurt. Then you bring in Jacoby Brissett, and Jacoby Brissett is not a starting quarterback. Love the guy to death, but he he he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's not, and it's really kind of just reared its ugly head over the last two games because now I genuinely think – hold on. I had to take a sip of my, my beverage there, wet the whistle a little bit. I genuinely think that – the the off the co-offensive coordinators, I don't think they know what to do with Jacoby Brissett. There's no deep attack. You've got Mike Gusecki, one of the best tight ends. Well, he, not one of the best. He, he's a he's a very, very good tight end. And then you've got Devontae Parker and Jalen Waddle. And when Will Fuller's healthy, you've got Will Fuller. Those three guys are amazing deep, deep guys. Use them, and you're not. They're not utilizing their talent that they have at the wide receiver position. And we don't have a running game. The offensive line is trash, so there's no point in trying to establish the run, as a lot of football guys say. Like There is no run for us to establish, so therefore opposing defenses aren't scared of a running attack, which means that we can't throw the ball. So when you've got that, what the hell is going on? So we go into the game against Las Vegas in Las Vegas, mind you, and, you know, back and forth the entire game, go into overtime. And I thought, you know what, maybe they actually put it together and figured it out. And granted, they lost in overtime. A lot of no, there, there was really no bright side to it. Like I, I, I unfortunately was out of wake that night. Um, I had a family member pass away, so I wasn't able to watch the game, you know, so I, I caught the back end of it. I caught the overtime, like, field goals, and we should have probably won because there was that terrible uh, non-call pass interference. Uh, that game could have gone either way. Could have wound out 2-1. and one, Could have been a completely different season. Come into this game against the Indianapolis Colts this past weekend, and, oh, my God, I think that Brian Flores and the Dolphins – 
might have hit a whole new low, you know, because offense was absolutely terrible. There was no defense penalties all over the place. You got Jakeem Grant fumbling a ball, which that was honestly the turning point of the game. The Dolphins in the first quarter actually looked like they had control of the game and it looked like they could have definitely done something. But after that, it was just complete Colts the entire time. You know, like there, there's just no, there was nothing. I don't really have a lot to say about it because it was so pathetic. And Alyssa's in the back room and she's like, Hey, do you want to come in and watch blacklist with me since the dolphins are losing? And I'm like, no, babe, you know, I got to watch my team suck. And she's like, why? Well, that's what you get when you're a South Florida sports fan. (laughs) Like it's, it, it sucks, you know, but that's just how it is. And no matter what happens, you still watch. No matter how much they make you drink, how many beers they make you drink, whatever it is. And the, 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 this team drives me to drink. I'm not an alcoholic. This team drives me to drink, you know? And then I don't even want to talk about Florida State. That's a whole other story, which I'm not going to talk about here because I don't want to bore you guys with sports talk. But I don't know what's going to happen this week. We're going into Tampa Bay, and we all know what that means. I think they're going to get absolutely shellacked in Tampa Bay. They really are. I mean, I don't see a reason why we don't lose like 35 to 3. Tom Brady's a machine. You've got amazing wide receivers. It's in Tampa. Our defense is not what it was last year. And I was talking to my buddy, Ryan, who God bless his soul. You know, he, uh, he was very like, he was down on the dolphins. He was, and he had a family member who was actually part of the, the dolphins organization. He was a coach back in the day. Um, I believe it was around when Shula was there. So he, he's a bigger dolphins fan than I am. And he, he made some, some pretty good points, which Ryan, I'm actually going to try to pull up the conversation here and read it because I, he said he broke down the entire season a lot better than I did. So let me find this really quick. And all credit to, uh, to Ryan. So I texted him yesterday, and I'm like, dude, the Dolphins are done. And he said, long season, but, man, everybody is just playing bad. It stinks. I'm like, what's our ceiling? What do you think, three to four wins? Because I'm, I'm dejected. I don't really think we can do much. And he's like, oh, stop. This team should be much, much better. If they get their shit together, they can win nine to ten games, but they're sleepwalking through the games. They still have to play the Jets then the Jets again, then you play the Falcons and Giants, Jaguars and Texans, which I thought that was a great point. You know, the Jets actually had a pretty good game over the weekend and um, they, they, they didn't look half bad, but right there, he said, I believe those, they are better than all those teams. And that's seven. If they can find ways to beat new England again, or Buffalo or Baltimore, Tennessee or new Orleans, he said, it's not over, but it's panic time. And I completely agree with him on that offense has to get more creative and defense needs to be better. So then I asked him about the, the uh, coaching situation down there and everything. He's like, I love Coach Flo, but this year's offensive staff is garbage. I like Greer, but it does seem like he built a very flawed roster and missed on two-thirds of the 2020 first-rounders. And he's like, the co-offensive coordinators are a joke. I agree. 100%. And there was more. Like I said, I won't bore you guys with that. Ryan, Ryan's an absolute genius when it comes to Dolphins football. So we'll see. It's a long season. Um, my fantasy team is doing pretty well, but I'm not going to talk about fantasy. So that's the Dolphins update. 
we got NHL starting. Panthers are going to look absolutely great. They made a lot of moves in the offseason. Um, a lot of folks are saying that they can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, which down here, that like having a winning team down here, I mean, that stadium out here in Sunrise, which I'm literally seven minutes from, is going to be great. I'm going to the game against the Carolina Hurricanes on November 6th with Alyssa and, and Carter. And I'm, I'm very excited. I've never been more excited about a hockey season. So hockey season starts next week. And uh, like I said, we got the MLB season is, is, is winding down. We've got the playoffs starting up. So like I said, I got the Red Sox and Yankees wild card game on right now. And I love the fact that these teams meet in the wild card. It feels like every single year they, they meet in the, in the AL playoffs at some point. And uh, God, God bless it. That's, that's the best rivalry in baseball. Absolutely. But the team that everyone's talking about is the Chicago White Sox. And I think the Chicago White Sox could really make some noise in, in the playoffs this year. And uh, there's some people out there, including um, MLB on Fox, that think that the, the Northsiders could win the whole thing, which would be their first World Series, I believe, since 2008. I think they won it in 2008, something like that, you know? So we'll see what happens there. But I mean, the Marlins sucks. <laughs> I mean, nothing about that. But the only bright side of this entire season is a report came out the other day saying how Derek Jeter and Kim Ang are now looking to spend money this offseason. We've got an amazing young core. You go out there and you buy somebody to go ahead and like you buy some experienced players and you actually get some good bats on this team. The pitching staff's no joke. Pitching staff's fantastic. You get a few bats, and this team will go from a 90 loot, like a 90 loss team, to where you might be looking at a 70 loss team that could be flirting with a wild card spot in the next year or two. Uh, we'll see what happens, you know? So I'm really just passionate about the Dolphins right now, and football is everything at the moment, as you can see. But once hockey season comes around, it's going to be hard to split my time between football and hockey. Thankfully, hockey plays during the week, so I can watch the Panthers during the week. Um, so that's a little bit of sports update. Uh, like I said, I really didn't have any sort of direction for this show, and Chloe literally is just sitting down now, and she's like, Dad, are you done yet? I'm going to be done in a few minutes, Chloe, don't worry. So I'm going to go ahead and end it, uh, and I'm going to end with the Florida Man segment. You know, uh, I'm sure you all saw the viral video. I believe he was a, a military veteran here, so here in Florida. There was a gator on this guy's porch, and he trapped it in a trash bin. And I, first of all, I would have never thought to have done that. Um, I probably would have called animal control. You know, oh, I used to go shark fishing when I was a little bit younger and jump on sharks and everything, but you will not get me wrestling a gator out there. You won't. Sorry about it. Um, smart move by him, and that, if that's not Florida in a nutshell – uh, I really, uh, I don't know what is the guy got it in a trash bin and then, uh, he safely removed it from the property. So good job, Florida, man. You know, and I think I heard the public's chicken tender subs are on sale this week. So go grab yourself a chicken tender sub. All right. So I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. I think that might've been like a 30 minute show maybe, which me just talking about myself for 30 minutes. I hope that you guys even like listening to my voice at this point. I think I talked about some pretty good stuff, you know? We'll see. We'll see how this goes. The solo dolo show, you know, but um, I want to hear from y'all and I know uh, I'll get some feedback from some, some close friends on the show, but uh, 
you know, hit me up at the garage talks pod at gmail.com. If you got my phone number, shoot me a text. Tell me I was absolutely fucking horrible. It sucked. You should never do a solo dolo show again. Uh, and you know what, if you think that way, I'm good about it. You know, I mean, I wouldn't want to listen to myself talk for 30 minutes either. When I was a sales trainer, I'm surprised that my sales trainees even like listening to me talk for six hours, let alone 30 minutes. No, I'm kidding. This is what I really like to do. And it's, it's fun. It's a nice little hobby to have. So like I said, whenever I get the itch, I might just, you know, fuck around and do a solo dolo show. And Carter's still my co-host. Carter's not going anywhere. Don't y'all think that I'm, I'm kicking Carter out because I'm not, you know, um, it's just schedules are, are a little bit difficult to get together sometimes and you got a niche, you got a niche, right? All right, y'all. This has been the garage talks. Uh, the first solo dolo show. Let me know what y'all think at the garage talk spot at gmail.com. So subscribe on Apple podcasts, hit the follow button on Spotify, I think is what that does. Um, but you can find me literally everywhere that, uh, you guys consume your podcasts, literally like, you go to the most random podcast website, and I guarantee you I'm probably there. All right, knuckleheads. It's Tuesday night. Let's have a great rest of your week, and I will talk to y'all soon.